what's up y'all it's your girl aka angry tunes into AK unfiltered so y'all know today is the 19th day of podmas y'all before we get started into today's episode you know i gotta do the black business of today so let me get my phone the black business of today is in dean we trust Dean Angelo is a photographer. He is based in New Jersey. Make sure y'all go check him out. His pictures are very, very fire. I'm not going to hold y'all. So I'm going to put his um, photography yeah, photography um, Instagram page in the description. And I'm also going to put his personal um, Instagram as well in the description. So make sure that you all go check him out. You all go follow him, book him. His prices are definitely reasonable. And once again, he's based in New Jersey. I'm unsure if he's available to travel, but yeah, he is based in New Jersey. Oh, he's based in New Jersey and New York. Sorry. New Jersey and New York. Period. LOL. Now moving along, we're going to do Konkonsa time. You get me? I have a lot of, I have a lot of shit to talk about high key. Um... First, let's talk about Takashi 69. So if you haven't heard, Takashi 69 just had his sentencing, I believe, yesterday, and he got 24 months. And in my opinion, that is actually really, really good. Um <laughs> he got lucky. He got lucky, but I mean that's what happens when you end up snitching for the feds. So I mean, he got lucky. He has 24 months. Apparently he has um since he's done 13 months in jail, he has eleven months more to go so up i think he'll be released um in late 2020 so i hope in his jail cell he's contemplating and thinking of plans of how he's going to get out of the united states because what the hell like honestly speaking we should all be praying for that man we should be praying for that man honestly because what he did like he's literally branded as a snitch for the rest of his life that is crazy to me. Oi. Hmm. Poor 6-9. Poor 6-9. Anyways. Also, also, I'm pretty sure y'all have y'all have heard. So Trump also got impeached yesterday too. Yesterday was a lot now that I think about it. So yeah, Trump ends, ended up getting impeached yesterday. If you don't know what like in impeachment is, you know, me, I'm still, you know, still doing my research, still, you know, trying to understand the whole politics and things like that. Cause it's really I would say, honestly speaking, in my opinion, our political system is so freaking old and skewed that it's just like, what the hell? But I feel like honestly speaking, I feel like especially if you are an African American, it's very, very important for you to learn politics and learn the law, especially because this system was literally designed to oppress us so if you are a black person you should be researching and trying to understand how you know the law and politics works but basically trump is still in office um by the house of representatives impeaching him they are basically just like bringing is he's basically just think of it like he's charged with a crime so um trump was um impeached with two crimes um, abuse of power and um, obstruction of Congress um, based off of the Ukraine and Russia Russia scandal. So if you don't remember, in 2016, he basically like solicited, solicited um, I think help either, yeah, help from the Ukraine, um, help from the Ukraine to basically, um, I don't even, I'm trying to figure out 
what's the word I'm looking for? He basically solicited help from the Ukraine or solicited the Ukraine's government to look into um, his opponent, uh, Joe Biden, basically look into his um, opponent, Joe Biden, which he's not supposed to do. I believe that's exactly what he did. Let me let me make sure I don't want to be out here spreading false information. So let me actually look it up. Orange Trump's crimes. Impeachment. Hi. Uh, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh my god, this is long. <laughs> let me, I'm just gonna type in the Ukraine scandal. Um, okay, so it says here, it says here that President Trump, um, coerced a Ukraine and other foreign countries in providing, um, into providing damaging narratives about, um, 2020 Democratic Party presidential primary candidate Joe Biden, um, as well as information relating to Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections. So basically what he did was literally solicit Ukraine um, for Ukraine to basically talk shit about Joe Biden in long story short. And he's not supposed to do that. <laughs> he's not supposed to do that. And I'm pretty sure too, um, he also used Russia in terms of um, looking into Hillary Clinton's um, personal, um, personal or private emails as well. So Trump literally abused his power, basically, and the House of Representatives basically impeached him. So basically, they brought like brought crimes against Donald Trump that literally, if he was a regular citizen such as myself, he would be in court. Like he would be in court. Period. And so basically, now what's happening is, like I mentioned, Trump is still president. However, he needs to have a trial with the Senate, and the Senate is going to basically vote to either keep him keep him in office or to remove him from office. Even let's just say if he was removed from office, he would be facing excuse me. He really would be facing charges because he literally committed crimes. So if he was removed from office, he would have to the most likely he will he will end up going to court to face his crimes, right? Um, and you know, a lot of people on social media is like an, a, in an uproar about it because of the simple fact that, you know, a lot of people don't understand how the government works and a lot of people are just, you know, chatting out their ass when it comes to politics and the government. And honestly speaking, number one, let's get this, let's get this straight. The Senate is majority Republican, so they're most likely going to keep him in. And I, I personally feel as though, this is my personal opinion, we need to look at if Trump is removed, who is going to be in line for succession for succession for president? His vice president, Mike Pence, Pence, Penis? Oh, sorry, hello, <laughs> Penis. I think that's how you say his name. Penis is worse than Trump. Penis is actually a politician that actually knows his shit. Trump is a 
bankrupt businessman who doesn't know anything about politics, right? So he literally has no idea what the hell he's doing. Penance does know what he's doing. He is literally worse than Trump. If Penance was to come into office, if Trump was to be removed and Penance comes into office, we as a country, we are ultimately fucked at this point. We are actually fucked. Okay, so in my opinion, I think that we need to keep Trump in office because his term is almost over. Let us let it's bad enough that we have to deal with this shit for four years. Can you imagine four long good years? We just need to make sure that as a country, when we are voting for the for the next president presidential election, we vote to remove him out of office point blank period. Because just think about it. If Pennis comes into office, right, he comes into office, he'll most likely end up running for presidential election again that's another that's another four years of wahala please i beg the senate needs to keep trump in in um in office and i feel like even trump he's not worried he's not pressed because he knows like it's like he knows he knows that his vice president is worse he knows this he knows this this is exactly why this guy is his vice president if anything was happened to trump it's like well i have somebody who's even worse than me so you might as well just deal with me right so yeah that's literally what's going on so now we're just waiting for um trials to commence um and this is a thing this is a thing there is actual evidence of Trump committing his crimes. Trump is literally on Twitter and running his Twitter fingers. And it's like, yo, we really have a whole clown as president. Like, Trump is an embarrassment to this country. I will say that again. He's an embarrassment to this country. Him and his family should be ashamed of themselves. I mean, Trump is literally um, the third president in history to get impeached and let's really let's really let's really think about it the last time a president was impeached was what over 20 years ago this was the last time a president was impeached was before i was born so to be able to actually sit here and watch a whole president get impeached what and then also the house of representatives they were delib- they were literally debating over it for what since morning like for eight hours are you shitting me are you shitting me? It's, oh, bruh. I think one representative had the nerve to compare Trump to Jesus. I'm like, yo, honestly speaking, honestly speaking, it's just unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. I think, I think people, people are really making light of the situation, but you really shouldn't be making light of the situation. This situation, like Cory Booker said on CNN, this situation is very, very sad. Um, it's very, very sad. It's very sad. Um, other countries are most likely looking at us like, damn, America, America really, <laughs> America's really going through it right now. Um, honestly speaking, it's very, very sad because it's just like, yo, honestly, I don't even know what to say, but, um, y'all need to, y'all need to actually go watch Maxine Waters read Donald Trump for actual filth. This woman I actually aspire to be this woman. I actually aspire to be able to, yo, like, to, just to speak with with power, straightforward, straightforward, down to business, yo. She, honestly speaking, the way she speaks, I aspire to speak like that, honestly speaking. Sis, sis, came, sis came crazy in the most professional way ever. 
Oh my gosh. Y'all need to go watch. Y'all need to go watch it. It's on Twitter. Y'all need to go watch that. Um, yeah. Y'all really need to go watch that. Honestly, also, also, another thing, last thing for Concon time. So, um, ASAP Rocky apparently had his, um, apparently, allegedly, his sex tape was released. And, um, one thing I will say is that, um, I'm glad that whoever was in the video used protection. Um, I'm glad whoever used, I'm, I'm actually glad that whoever, um, was in the video used protection, because a lot of people don't use protection nowadays, so that's good, and I think the fact that, I mean, of course, ASAP Rocky would deny it, but honestly speaking, it's definitely him, I mean, the person was talking in the video, and it literally sounds like ASAP Rocky, not only that, too, he, the person also has the same tattoos as ASAP Rocky in the same place, in my opinion, I feel as though it's two things, ASAP Rocky, even the way ASAP Rocky addressed it, if I was him, I personally, it's two things. Either I would have been like, yes, that's me in the video, ah, 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 you know, handle it. Like, you know, you are a celebrity, so you need to handle it accordingly, right? Um, or just don't, just don't speak at all. Don't respond at all. Go about your business. Like, go about your business. Honestly, um, it's very, very unfortunate that people's sex tapes are still getting released. I mean, are still getting leaked, um, in this day and age, I mean, like, come on, everybody, like, let's really keep it a buck hundred, a lot of people out here are having sex, everybody knows what sex looks like, or whatever, like, let's really keep it a buck hundred, so in my opinion, I'm just like, I don't understand why people feel the need to release sex tapes, like, bruh, it is what it is, it's over it, honestly speaking, the only sex tape that I, the only sex tape of people that I actually really remember, like, ODOD, is Kim Kardashian, because it's always being brought up, that's number one, and Mimi Frost from Love & Hip Hop, um, Atlanta, those are the only two sex tapes that I actually remember of, everybody else, don't remember, um, but yeah, in my opinion, I really feel like we need to stop, we need to stop doing these sex tapes, I mean, what, what benefit, what benefit does anybody gain? from releasing a sex tape. Nobody gains from it, because now the whole internet is clowning ASAP Rocky and his stroke game. And, and I'm not going to talk about that, because I'm not going to talk about it, but, um, <laughs> LOL. But, yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad whoever was in the video used protection, because, like I said, a lot of people do not use protection nowadays. So, at least they're out here promoting um, safe sex. Period. Okay. Now, let's get into the actual episode. I know I took for mad long. I took for, like, 14 minutes already. But I just had to get it out there. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about today. We're going to talk about how to accept and, um, yeah, how to accept rejection, right? And when I mean accept rejection, I don't necessarily mean, like, in relationships. I feel like high key. I talk about relationships a lot. But, I mean, in a way, like, this is very, very, it's, it's general, generalized. So, it could be for relationships. It could be for, um, you know, if you applied for an internship, if you applied for a job and they rejected you. For me, personally speaking, this is more so, like, um, in terms of, like, applying for jobs, applying for internships, and you get rejected, that type of thing. Uh, but like I said, this can also be applied to relationships too. For me personally speaking, I think that at initially, like a couple, couple of years ago, it was very, very hard for me to actually accept rejection because I used to, I used to think to myself, well, why, why am I getting rejected? You know, why am I getting rejected? I'm a good candidate. Uh, uh, uh. 
just recently, um, I think like a week or two ago, I had an internship with a company and um, the company, okay, so the particular internship um, is two rounds of interviews. The first interview, the first round of interview went really, really well. Um, the woman I spoke to loved her. We connected on so many levels, such as the fact that we were both women. Uh, we were both were both women that are quote unquote um, quote unquote minorities. I really dislike using that term because there's nothing minor about being African American, um, Hispanic, Mexican. There's nothing minor about that, but that is technically what we are classified as. <laughs> Lol. But we related on the fact that we were both women, we were both quote-unquote minorities, and we are both working in, well, we are both trying to work, well, she's working in a male-dominated field, and I'm trying to work in a male-dominated field, and we both related our experiences, how we've been in spaces where we feel as though our voices were not heard, and our voices was completely shut down because we were women, and I completely loved the interview, I just loved it. So I was excited for this internship because of the simple fact that, you know, uh, this internship has certain aspects of it that I was looking for in terms of what I want my next internship to be. Because after having my internship from last year, I know to now I'm actually narrowing down what I want my next my next internship should be or should look like. Right. Um, so yeah, first round of interviews went good, right? Second round of interview was more so, I'm not even going to get into the specifics because I don't want to give the company away high key, but let's just say that the second round of interview, um, I didn't like it. Um, this time the interviewer was a male and it was a Caucasian male at that. And, um, yeah, I didn't like the interview at all. I didn't like the interviewer whatsoever. Um, didn't like the interviewer whatsoever at all <laughs> and the reason why I didn't like the interviewer was because literally part of the same issue I had with with my internship last year was that tell me tell me why I'm talking this person the, the interviewer asked me a question and I'm talking and in the midst of me talking the interviewer basically cuts me off and basically the way that they cut me off was as if it was like, all right, like, be quiet, like, 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 shut up, like, let's move on, uh, uh-uh, like, you talking too much, that's how this person cut me off, it's one thing if the person cut me off, mind you, this interviewer did say to me that, oh, um, they most, they might cut me off if they see that I'm going off, like, off of, off of what the question is being asked, but I wasn't going off of what the question, I didn't go off of what the I didn't, yes, I didn't go off of what the question was being asked. This person literally cut me off rudely, rudely cut me off. And yeah, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. And I'm actually very, very glad that I got rejected because if I was even offered um, an internship, I would have rejected it. I would have actually rejected it because of the simple fact that the first round of interview, I literally asked this lady, I said, my question was, t- my question to her was, what what steps are the company, what steps is the company taking to make sure that the company's culture is inclusive? And she was talking to me and she told me that, you know, this company knows that, you know, they have issues with inclusivity. Uh, uh, uh. I'm like, all right, cool. They know that this is an issue. 
because let me tell you something a lot of companies don't are not aware that it is an issue because let me just say this if it doesn't matter it doesn't it really doesn't matter if you're a black person or not but everybody needs to be any excuse me anytime you have an interview you should always ask what steps is the company taking to make sure that the company's culture is inclusive not diverse because when you're trying to say diverse a company is more so that company will most likely be more so um concerned about the numbers right so for example okay how many black people we have how many mexicans we have how many indians we have no you don't want that you want the company culture to feel very very inclusive so for example say if i'm the only black person in the whole office I shouldn't be, I shouldn't feel as though I'm the only black person, you know what I'm saying, now, now that I'm much older, I'm more aware of it, but it's like, I shouldn't feel like, yeah, I'm the only black person in the room, like, yeah, I feel uncomfortable, ah, no, the environment should be inclusive, the way that this person cut me off was completely disrespectful, it was rude as fuck, and as a result, when I go back to school, because actually speaking, it was my, my manager, or supervisor at my work study job at school that basically you know recommended me to apply for it because it it basically like I said it has certain aspects that I actually really wanted in a relation in um an internship. Oh, best believe when I go back to school, I'm straight up, I'm straight up telling her this company should. I'm I'm literally straight up telling her this company should not be recruiting at Howard because clearly people within the company don't know how to respect okay and it's bad enough and let me and let me just say this this company wasn't even getting people from Howard to even um apply to their their actual internships I was one of the few when I say they wasn't getting anybody literally I'm pretty sure only me and maybe one or two other people from Howard actually applied to that internship if anything I most likely am the only person now that I say it think about it like you know and and for me personally speaking for me personally speaking um I'm actually proud of myself of how far I came because before I used to feel some type of way about getting rejected um from people and I look now now I look at it as because I remember I remember um me and one of my friends okay let me not say friend let me not say friend that's too nice me and an, an acquaintance um, we was having a conversation about internships and, and, you know, I was telling, and the person was like really, really pressed to get an internship and they were just like upset that they were getting rejected from a lot of companies. And I told them, I was like, listen, at the end of the day, if a company rejects you, you have to, you have to put it in your mind that there's nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with the company for not seeing the potential and actually seeing what you will bring to the table at the end of the day nobody is you nobody speaks like you nobody is going to carry themselves like you you know exactly what you bring to the table so if a company doesn't see that it's their loss right so even me I'm looking at this company I'm like yo it's your loss that you don't have me because this shit I I know what I bring to the table everybody named moms even even from even from any what even from elementary school anybody will tell you 
that I am a hard-working person. I'm a very determined person, and I'm a very responsible person. These are only some of the qualities I have. I know exactly what I bring to the table. I am very, very confident in myself, and I know exactly what, like I said, I know exactly what I bring to the table. So if you don't want me, oh, it's your loss. Sorry, on to the next. Ain't nobody has time to be waiting on you to actually realize that the potential that another company will see. Okay, or another person will see. Let's just say, let's just say, okay, let's just talk about relationships too. Um, even in relationships, um, for me personally speaking, I I know for a fact that um, I've been rejecting. I'm I've been rejected. Wow, shocker, right? I know, right? Who would reject me? Who? But it's okay though. <laughs> it's okay though. But I personally feel as though for me, I feel like. There's definitely times in my past where I haven't handled rejection well, but now I'm in a now I'm in a state of mind or mind frame or whatever where I'm just like yo I don't it's just like yo I I don't care I don't care and I think that honestly speaking you know to the people out there if you like someone and the person doesn't like you it's not the end of the world I mean. Let's even let me let me even search up how many people are on this earth. How many people are on earth? So according to twenty seventeen, there are seven point fifty three billion people on this earth. Seven point fifty three billion and you're allowing and you're allowing one person to affect you? Are you shitting me? Nah, like let it sink in, like let it really sink in. Honestly speaking, it took me, it took a while for for it to sink in me too. Like, why am I so pressed about this person? If this person cannot clearly see what I'm all, what? If this person cannot cannot open their two eyes, the two eyeballs that God gave them, it's their loss. You know, you have to, you have to, you know, in a way. When you are rejected, when you are rejected from someone, you need to, I, I feel as though the, the best, I feel like the best ways to, to move on from rejection is do things that you love to do, right? So whether that's, um, and also try to keep yourself busy, you know, when you, when you keep yourself busy, you, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, even when I am busy, I do still think about it. So I can't really say like, even if keeping keeping busy will help because honestly speaking even when I'm busy I still be thinking about it to be honest but that's because I'm actually a really like I'm a thinker and I'm an overthinker at that so it's like yeah but I mean honestly speaking just do things that you want to do and surround yourself with people who make you happy I think I, I think even that's the best advice I could really give surround yourself with people who make you laugh make you smile take take you know take the stress away, right, you know, surround yourself around these people, because I'm telling you, when you surround yourself with, with these people, you'll realize that you are really, really loved, and you, you, you really don't need that person's love or validation to make you, um, yeah, you don't need, what, what am I even trying to say, I just lost my chain of thought, um, 
Yeah, you don't need that person's love and validation because you have other people who are going to love, who, who love, not even going to love you. You have other people who actually love you and see you for who you are at the end of the day. So, you know, when it comes to rejection, you know, of course, it's going to hurt. Um, it's going to hurt. But you have to figure out a way how to move on with your life. There are 7.53 billion people on this earth. You want to allow one person to affect you, bruh? Really? Really? And even me, personally speaking, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, how to explain? Like, I'm not going to lie. Even me, I even feel like the best way to even... one Another best way to move on from rejection is literally getting out getting out of that place. Literally, um... Senior year, senior year, lol, senior year, I was dating someone, um, I was actually, lol, this, ah, it is what it is, um, I was dating someone, and basically, um, I, when I was dating that person, um, I had a decision to make, right, I had a decision whether I was going to stay in state for New Jersey to go to college, or if I was going to go out of state. Now, everybody who knows me knows that I personally wanted to go out of state. When I say out of state, I mean, I even went to go all the way to California, to go California, Florida. Like, I went to go all the way to the West Coast, okay, to go to school. Uh, because my, for me personally speaking, one of my dreams is to travel. Um, one of my goals in life is to not live in the United States. I actually want to move out of this country and live in the country for a couple of years. I actually want to live in Ghana for three years so that way I can learn the language, etc. Um, but yeah, like literally move out of this country. I don't want to live in this country anymore. And so, you know, the best way for me to do that is really to try to gain experiences in other areas. So when I was in high school, freshman year of high school, I, went, I knew for a fact I wanted to go to, go to school out of state. I just wanted to leave Jersey so bad. But I was really, and seeing I was really, really in love with this particular person. And, you know, I knew, I, I, I was like, I I was very concerned about, you know, if I move, you know, I'm going to lose this person. Uh, uh, and, you know, shit hit the fan. Um, shit hit the fan. And basically, you know, shit happened. Shit got, shit happened. Shit happened. And so, you know, I, I made the decision to go to Howard, which was, the best decision I could have fucking made because I was able to literally leave the state of New Jersey, experience a living in a whole nother state where basically people that I know that go go to school in New Jersey, they can never sit here and say that they literally experience um, going to school out of state, um, meeting people from different parts of the world, not even just the United States, but literally meeting people from different parts of the world Learn, um, like, coming into contact with people who have different perspectives of you, I mean, experience was amazing, and when I tell y'all, I was so happy to go to Howard, because I literally was able to leave all the bullshit that happened in New Jersey, and I wasn't surrounded by certain things and certain people, um, that contributed to the bullshit, um, yeah, basically, um, and I'm not just talking about just the relationship in general. I'm not just talking about just that relationship. I'm talking about in general too. Like there was this, there was just a lot of things going on that was just like OD. And by me going to school in DC, that really, really helped. Um, that really, really helped me. So, you know, at the end of the day, like you know what's best for you. 
um, you know what's best for you. But let me just say this: when you when you do get rejected, no matter if it's a relationship, a job, internship, whatever it is, um, take that time to really evaluate yourself. Really evaluate what really evaluate who you are. Um, because like I said, when you know who you are, nobody can chat shit to you. Nobody actually can chat shit to you. Because at the end of the day, you know who you are. You know what you bring to the table and you know what you stand for and nobody should be able to shake you or break you um yeah and honestly speaking you know when you when do all of these things also keep god in mind right um having that relationship with god having that conversation with god um speaking things into existence i don't think a lot of people know the power in um tongue I don't think people really understand the power of tongue, and I don't think people really understand the power that um, God has. Um, God could really change your life um, if you let him, if you let him. So at the end of the day, at, at, at everything, keep God center. Um, at the end of the day, you are going to sin. And let me just put it out there. You know, if you're not Christian, if you are uh, of another religion, such as Muslim, um, Jewish, Buddhist, you know, I really, I actually really would love to, you know, have a conversation with other religions, like, with other religions, such as Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist, just to really get a perspective of their religion, because I feel like, you know, honestly speaking, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, when it comes to Muslims, I actually very, very, like, I admire them, and how they pray five times a day, like, they actually, um, I don't, I don't know if they call it rugs, I don't, I don't know if they call it rugs, um, but you know, like the little carpets, I um the little carpets. I remember in New York, I would see, um, I forgot what time of the day it would be, but I would see someone come out with the the little carpet, and they would basically, apparently, like you know, they're facing Mecca and they would pray. Um, even Christians, we are not as uh diligent when it comes to praying. Um, but yeah, you know, pray often, pray pray often, um, pray often. For me, personally speaking. I always pray at literally any time in the morning when I'm driving to work. I always pray, you know, for God to, you know, allow me to get to work safely, um, for God to allow me to be alert on the road. And, you know, it always works. Anytime, literally, anytime I pray, I always feel as though I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I'm covered by God's Holy Spirit, all of that. So, yeah, at the center, keep, keep, keep God, um, keep God. And uh, what's what's for you is for you. What's meant for you is meant for you. If it's not meant for you, it's not meant for you. Um, God doesn't put um, things in our life that he knows that is too hard for us to handle. Um, so, yeah, that's just really my take on how to accept rejection. Um, yeah, it's not it's really not the end of the world. Uh, and, and I had to realize I feel like I realized that junior year is not the end of the world. Um people are too young to be to be stressed this is this is like honestly speaking like i always say this um i'm only 20 um i'm too young to be i mean i'm the reason why i'm stressed is because i i can see and i know what my life um and i know what i want my life to be like i want i know what i want my life to look like and it's it's not it's not it's not happening quick enough um it's a journey it's a process and I'm just trying to take my time. And I honestly speaking, you know, junior, it just made me realize, you know, 
if things happen, it's not the end of the world. Um, it's all about really trying to, it's all about how you, it's all about realizing how you react to things. Um, that's why it's very, very key to make sure that your mental health is very, very, um, stable, um, is strong because if your mental health is not strong, little, little petty things is going to break you. Um, it's going to break you. It is. Um, so yeah, that's really my take on the whole accepting rejection. Um, before I end this episode, you know, I got to do the gem drop of today. Wow. I actually felt, I really felt, you know, I really felt good getting all of these things off my chest. Honestly speaking, I wasn't really, I, I didn't know if I really wanted to talk about, you know, that internship, but I had to talk about it because of the simple fact that, you know, being an African American, no, being a black woman, being black and being a, a woman and being a black woman at that is very, very hard. It's very, very difficult. Okay. And as a black woman, we need to, as a black woman, we need to actually infiltrate a lot of these spaces, a lot of, um, white Caucasian male dominated fields but what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to take disrespect okay I'm not going to take disrespect and I'm definitely going to have a talk with my supervisor about this particular company because I personally don't want um an experience like mine to help happen to anybody else um I feel as though um, and, and trust me, I even took a survey. They sent me a survey and I made sure that I actually, you know, talked about it in the survey. Cause last year when I had my internship, I didn't say shit. Um, I only saw, I only said, you know, my actual experience to, you know, my friends and stuff, but it's very, very important that we are vocal about these particular experiences that we, we go through because a lot of people, a lot of people don't know how to handle it. You know, a lot of people don't know how to handle it. And I'm, Okay, let me not say it. Okay, let me not say it. Let me try to avoid saying that. But it's like, yeah, a lot of people don't know how to handle it. So it's like now we have to really start looking at how we are supposed to handle um, situations faced like that. Because it's like this particular person was blatantly fucking disrespectful. And, um, you know, I had to really I had to really compose myself because the way I wanted to violate on that phone, I just wanted to violate on that phone. But I'm like, you know what? It's my reputation on the line. You know what? I'm a I'm gonna handle it in a different way. I'm just gonna go to higher ups. That's what I'm gonna do, and talk about it. Talk to them about it. Anyways, um, gem drop, gem drop, gem drop, gem drop. Who? Where is the gem drop? Oh, awkward. Oh. Excuse me. Um. Yo, what the hell? So the gem job of today is surround yourself with those who bring out the best in you, not the stress in you. Those are the best types of people, honestly. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning into AK Unfiltered. I really, really appreciate all the support I'm getting on my podcast. Like I mentioned in yesterday's episode or the day before, um, y'all really don't know how much it means to me to be able to get all the support that I'm getting. Um, There are times where I feel very, very discouraged and don't feel like posting episodes up. But, you know, um, 
it's really all about like I'm like I, I just have to keep reminding myself that you know it's all about documentation right so you know when I have children and they <laughs> and they you know they most likely will listen to my episodes you know they'll realize how funny their mom is so yeah once again thank you so much for tuning into AK Unfiltered this is your girl AK and your girl AK is out bye y'all